This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Talking with Tony, here on AM700 KSEV. Straight talk from a decorated Marine, successful lawyer, business owner, and philanthropist. Now, here's your host, Tony Busby. All right, all right, all right. You know, that promo, it uh, said, oh, this is paid for, but let me tell you something, folks. I ain't paying for this program. Are you kidding me? Frank, can I say damn? Yes. I'm not paying for this damn program. Listen, listen up, folks. We got, we got sponsors. Frank! Yes, sir. We got sponsors. Oh, my God. That means somebody me else is paying. Frank, we're going to get rich. Yeah. Holy <laughs> moly, we're going to get rich on the radio, Frank A. All right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are going to talk, in all seriousness, we're going to talk about Duke's Butcher Shop. We're going to talk about the Pinkerton Law Firm. Uh, two of our great sponsors. We have other sponsors, too, that, um, that we're going to talk about that keep this radio show. Despite, Frank, despite what the FCC tries to do, we're going to stay on the air. What say you, friend? I say I'm staying on the air on a street corner. Nobody's taking me down. <laughs> well, what, here's, a, here's a question, because I've been trying to kick you off this radio show almost since it started. If you were on the street, and let's say you're at the uh, intersection of uh, Westheimer and 610, uh, what does your sign say? I work for beer. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even like beer. I you know, don't but, even drink beer. But I get money for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, listen, you're, you're here with us on 700 AM Talking with Tony. Uh, we're also on Facebook Live. We're having a great time. We're, we're just smack down in the middle of this COVID-19 foolishness. And I thought we, you know, we had almost made our, made our way out of it, but we haven't. This radio show is different than any other radio show in any other radio show, let me tell you why. We have a politically correct department. We make sure that nothing that is said by either myself or Frank is not politically correct. And moreover, we never hurt anyone's feelings. Frank, have you ever heard on this radio show? I mean, I'm, I'm specifically referring to this radio show. Have you ever hurt anyone's feelings? Not that I know of, not by the comments we've been getting. Well, the comments are all in favor of you, and I'm going to resign. <laughs> I'm going to resign. Listen, folks, if I don't start getting some comments that are in my favor, you guys are hurting my feelings in a big way. In a big way. Well, you then, like Frank? Are you kidding? Have you ever met Frank? How well, dare you? Well, then start talking talking to things that matter to him. Well, Francis told me this. Francis, you know, my, my woman Francis told me that, you know, Tony, the problem you have is that you never take a position. That's what she told me. So you know what we're going to do today, Frank? You're going to take a position. I'm going to take a position, and we're gonna, uh, we're, I'm going to give you a little signpost, uh, and I want people to call in, 281-558-5738, talking with Tony. And I'm giving you a signpost now. We are going to talk about this, the Lawrence Sullivan Ross statue at Texas A&M University where there's a large group of people, including the quarterback of the Texas A&M University football team, who have been calling multiple, multiple um, protests to take it down. And we're going to explore that. I'm going to spend a lot of time on it because a lot of Aggies across, across uh, the state of Texas and, and the country are concerned about it. I talked to John Sharp about an hour ago about it specifically. As many of you know, I used to be 
uh, a member of the Board of Regents of Te the Texas A&M University System. <clears throat> Pardon me. So we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about more generally the taking down of statues, uh, whether it be a statue for uh, uh, you know Frank's um, Frank's um, well, I got a lot ancestors. of statues that I like. No, yeah, Christopher Columbus. I like. I also like uh, Ulysses S. Grant, and I don't think you should take down the statue of General Lee. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, what I what what that's what, what, what I think. There's there was even a movement I saw on believe it or not yours truly and don't don't judge me uh, I was on TikTok you don't even know what that is do you Frank it's Chinese communist Frank Frank I t you promised me on the drive over here you weren't going to mention the Chinese well you anymore. didn't you didn't tell me you were going to talk about TikTok which even the U S military is uh, getting rid of all right in any event we're going to talk about the 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 erasing of our history erasing. United States history, and we're going to talk about monuments, and we're going to spend a lot of time on it, and we're going to we're, our jump-off point. And it's not going to be right now because we got other things we got to address. Is going to be the statue at Texas A&M University and College Station, Lawrence Sullivan Ross. I know a lot of Aggies, a lot of what we call old Ags, are up in arms about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to take calls about it. Two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. But before we get there, let me make sure we're all clear on the rules of this show, Frank. We have rules. How important are rules? Uh, well, I believe in the, the uh, application of the law. Okay, so you believe in rules. Not your rules, but I believe in rules generally. Frank, when I make the rules, you got to follow them. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as it's your show, I will. <laughs> Why do I have to keep reminding the, the, the listeners and the commenters, and even you, Frank, that it's my show? No, I said it. I Quit said trying it. to bogart my show, Frank. I'm not going to bogart your Don't show. Don't bogart my show. I can't afford it, Tony. I'm just a working man. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody that's on Facebook Live can see that jacket you're wearing, and you're some, you look like you're in uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard or something. No, no. No, no, this is kind of like a seer sucker, but I've had it for like 20 years. Mm. That jacket you got on is probably like six months, six, I got six days old yeah. or something. You're going to throw it out after you're done in, with it? In any event, we're going to move on <laughs> yeah. now. Now, so here's a, here's, here's a deal. If, if I say anything that really, really gets your goat, puts a burr under your saddle, makes you mad, I'm telling you, blame it on Frank. <laughs> And if Frank says something that does the same thing to you, which is highly likely, blame it on Frank too. Let me let me um, remind you, all of you listeners, what's going on today. Um, I had a meeting with with my entire firm via Zoom. I haven't been to my office downtown Houston since March. Um, I just want to run through some things. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to claim that the sky is falling, but this COVID thing is wreaking havoc on business. I don't. I, if there if there is a bar that still remains open, that's not connected to a restaurant, after this mess is over, I would be quite surprised. What do you think? I totally agree with you, Tony. In <laughs> fact, in the second hour of the show, after we talk about, which I think is important subjects that you brought up uh, with regard to, uh, you know, Ross Sullivan, and uh, that, uh, you know, the second part of the show, I, I have a little heartfelt heartfelt statement that I told you I was going to make, and no. it will address some of those issues because – it's out of control, my friend. It's out of control. And we are still free men and women. And if we ever give that up, we've got nothing left. And, I, and I, we did talk about that, and I do appreciate that you, you prepared something. I know that something's on your heart that you want to talk about. But let me, let me just throw it. At the, in the second hour. We can do it any time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, you never know what I'll do. I may do it like in five minutes. Well, but, tee me up, baby. Mm. I'm ready to go. 
Victoria's <laughs> Secret declared bankruptcy. Zara closed 1,200 stores. What's Victoria's Secret? Oh, yeah, Frank. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Frank, people can look at you and know you know what Victoria's Secret is. Only in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Should- <laughs> Chanel was disc- does not make more products. Hermes does not. I mean, these are all these fancy brands, these fancy watch brand, Patek Philippe or whatever you call it. Rolex is not making production. Um, the world's luxury industry has crumbled. Nike has has a total of $23 billion that they've lost. Gold's Gym filed for bankruptcy. The founder of Airbnb said that because of this pandem- pandemic, 12 years of work were destroyed in less than six weeks. Starbucks has closed 400 stores. Uh, Nissan Motor Company in the U.S. is likely to shut down. Hertz filed for bankruptcy. Comcar filed for bankruptcy. J.C. Penney filed for bankruptcy. Now, we could argue that maybe they should have filed for bankruptcy a long time ago. Uh, Warren Buffett lost $50 billion. Not not complaining. I don't think that's going to change his lifestyle, but honestly. I'm pretty honestly. sure he's fine. Well, he eats at McDonald's and drives an old car. So well, God, then I'm God sure it's him. not going to change his lifestyle. He's probably got the uh, first nickel he ever earned. My guess, my point is, and I could go on That and sounds on. like white privilege to me. Yeah, probably so. But I got I don't, you know, I, they, I, some people say it doesn't exist. Some people say it does. I, I, I never heard of it. It certainly didn't help me, but I will say this. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Um, I think we can all agree that we, this, this virus and we can argue about how bad it is. And, and I think people are saying that Florida and Texas, specifically Houston, are the epicenter of this virus, is wreaking havoc on business. Is it the virus that's wreaking the havoc, Frank, or is it our response to it? That's my question. It's our abdication to it. It's our abdication to the virus. It's our abdication. Do, do you think that any of this would have gone on in my father's generation or my grandfather's generation. They wouldn't even have thought about hiding. I was, I'm going to talk, I'm going to give a statement in the second hour, which will summarize how I really feel. But let me just say this. I went absolutely ballistic today in my own kitchen because all of a sudden I got a, this is an. Um, I was watching a good movie. Okay, I was watching the Three Hundred, which involved. Whoa, whoa, whoa! God, I'm sorry. Why the devil are you watching a movie in the middle of the day? Why don't you work? I was working. I was preparing right. for the show by reading some things but and the, watching a movie. Yeah, I can do two things at one time. What are you, Gerald Ford? <laughs> I can't chew gum and walk at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> and so what I'm saying to you is this, though. But so I'm watching this movie, and all of a sudden it gets interrupted. By emergency announcement, emergency announcement. Hell, I think there's a nuclear war. Or I think that there's like a hurricane We've been coming. invaded. And we've got a tornado. i got to go hide in the, in, in, behind under a desk or in the basement in a bathroom or someplace. I don't have a basement, but in a bathroom or someplace. And what was it? The COVID virus is taking over the county. It's moving and spreading rapidly. And you know what? What do they want you to do, Frank? Go, go hide under your well, table? No, they said they said what they want you to do. What? And this is what I find absolutely offensive. They want you to lock down in your house, stay in your house. The virus is spreading rapidly. Well, you know what? That's a bunch of BS. The virus is there. There are other viruses there. There are very all kinds of things there, and there are other things we're going to talk about that all are right. there. And I know you got you got a you got. But a, what they're trying to do to us? Let me just say this. I, I got to take a break. I got to take a it break. It was also in Spanish, and I think it takes advantage of people, and it basically scares people who maybe aren't quite as 
uh, have the time to read like we to do. Figure out what we're doing. Yeah, it's offensive and it's demeaning. I hear you, man. Two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. We got a calls already that are waiting. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. Frank has a, has a lot he has to say. We're going to talk about Tony taking, has a lot to say. Yeah, we're going to talk about taking down our history and whether that is correct in light of the circumstance. We'll be back. Down to my boots. I don't do it for the money. There's bills that I can't pay. This is Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. The Real Investment Show with Lance Roberts. Financial media is the absolute worst about happy talk. Money, markets, life. Your minimum wage is zero. Presented by RIA Advisors. Weekday mornings at 6 on AM 700, the voice of Texas. Want to get really growing? Arborgate Soil Complete and Arborgate Blend provide a one-two punch that simply works. 80% of a plant's success rate depends on what's below the ground. Start with Organic Soil Complete. It's handcrafted from organic materials, including vegan compost, rose soil, and expanded shale. Perfect for your beds or containers and is available by bulk or in bags. Then feed your plants with our Organic Blend plant food. It's time-released and will not burn. Made with composted poultry litter, organic matter, calcium, molasses, and 11 species of mycorrhizal fungi. Sound delicious? Your plants will think so. This powerful organic combo designed especially for gardening success in our area will energize your green thumb as never before. So head out to the Arbor Gate, located in Tomball on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of Highway 249. Or visit us online at arborgate.com. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. The Three Amigos. You all are appointment listening. I listen to you every Friday afternoon. Everything stops for you all. The Three Amigos. Make an appointment every Friday afternoon at 4 on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Not doing it. Guys, um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, I had a little thing to say about. Um, I, would say, I mean, let me tell you something. You know, I mean, every now and then, you get a burr under your saddle. You know, I grew up on a little like a, a less than an acre farm. Um, my dad was a butcher. Actually, he was a union meat cutter. He he cut meat for Safeway Corporation, and many of you may remember that company. It's I do. Still, still around, uh, but not as big as it was. Um, when he was laid off, uh, Safeway uh, downsized because of uh, financial problems. He started working for a local um, grocery store in Atlanta, Texas, and did that until I was able to hire my mother uh, as my bookkeeper. And my mother's been my bookkeeper since 1999, and that allowed my father to help me manage uh, what I call now Antioch Ranch, which has grown to uh, one of the largest 
uh, ranches in northeast Texas, all the piney woods. And my dad, um, I, I bought I bought another thousand acres the other day, um, and I talked to my. We drove around on it, and uh, my I talked to you know I, you know I still you know at, even at even at my age I still seek approval from my father. And uh, I said to my dad, I said, what do you think about the land? He said, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told you 10 years ago. Why didn't you do it sooner? Because my dad, you know, he grew up in that area. He grew up, you know, this was back before people fenced their property. This was back when it was okay to fish somebody else's pond and hunt on somebody else's property before people put up no trespassing signs. And just to see the, um, you know, my dad's face, the, 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 the satisfaction of yeah, my son, you know, all this, all this land, got to be proud. All this land that that he literally grew up hunting and fishing on, that now his son owns. God bless you for that. Um, but anyway, I grew up in a little small town, and uh, I wasn't one of these guys that was going to go to University of Texas. Uh, that was something that wasn't in my wheelhouse. Uh, I applied to two schools. Uh, I don't think you had the right pants on. <laughs> probably not. I uh, I applied to two schools. I I um, when my high school counselor and God God rest his soul, he's he's no longer with us. But uh, it was Mr. Sermons, uh, Mr. Sermons. I went to him and I said, I really want to go to. I, I really would like to go to college. Now none of my family had ever been to college, and I'd really like to go to college. And he gave me an Air Force. Academy brochure, but I didn't know you had to have a congressman or somebody like that nominate you. I didn't know anything like that. <laughs> of course not. I didn't know anything. But but I, I, my mom, me and my mom worked through it, and I applied to Texas A&M, and I applied to University of Houston. And I didn't know. I actually enlisted. Frank, I bet you don't know this. I enlisted in the in the in the uh, Navy, uh, in the delayed entry program because. I didn't have any ability to pay for college. Right. Uh, my mom was very. My mom was very. Um, I didn't know the details of it. My mom. My mom was very frank with me. She said, "You know, son. I. You know, Anthony. She called me Anthony. Anthony. I don't. We don't have any ability to to pay." For By the way, college. I like your name. Thank you. It sounds like a good Italian name. It does. <laughs> you, like, you like those Italian That's names? That's why I call you Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know, I, I, my mom, my mom is, you know, my mom has always been right there. You know, learning. We're learning a lot of things. We learn together. And, um, but, um, but I, I applied to Texas A&M and, um, and there was a, there was a guy and some of you have heard this story before. I'm going to, I'm going to tell it again because we're going to get to this, the Lawrence Sullivan Ross statue. There was a man in my hometown was, was class of 1960 and he had seen me play football and I was a, you know, for a, for a three A school, I was a pretty good football player. Well, there were better players, but I was one of the better players. And uh, he really—at least you thought so. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and have you heard? You, you yeah. still think no, that today? No, yeah, you know. So it's good. I may have scored two touchdowns. Now it's turned into you know over over the last years, it's it's turned into thirty touchdowns. But whatever, you know how things. I come. do. I that, do. The fish keeps getting bigger and bigger. You know how it goes. But anyway, so he he came. He called my mom. He said, "You know, I think I'd really like to take your son to a Texas A&M football game." Now think about this: a, a guy in his fifties calls and wants to take some six, 16 year old you know, on a day trip. Nowadays, we, like all kinds of red flags would go up and everybody would go nuts, right? But back then, my mom was incredibly flattered. She's like, oh, you think he has talent? You think he, he has potential? So he took me to a Texas A&M football game. He, he took me and I watched the Aggies play Arkansas, and we beat Arkansas. He took me to the, to the James Earl Rudder 
statue, which is right behind Rudder Tower. James, if you don't know who it is, Google it. James Earl Rudder uh, is a World War II hero on D-Day that, that he and his the Rudder Rangers scaled uh, Point de Hoc uh, in Normandy. Uh, I actually later, you know, 30 years later, paid for a James Earl Rudder statue to be placed at Tarleton State University because he also spent a lot of time there because he's a true I – ha, I actually own his bomber jacket. Very his, cool. His son gave me uh, in honor of me paying for a statue for his father. But but he took me he took me by the James Earl Rudder statue, which James Earl Rudder is, uh, appears in that statue in business clothes behind Rudder Tower at Texas A&M. And then he took me to the Lawrence Sullivan Ross statue, which is right in front of the academic building. And he told me, he said, look, this guy saved when Texas A&M could have been nothing, could have been eliminated, this guy say he didn't say, hey, this was a, a, a general in the Confederate Army and blah, blah. No, he said this guy saved Texas A&M, and that's why there's a statue here. It, going to the school, seeing the football game, watching the Corps cadets march in, seeing those statues, talking about the history of Texas A&M, seeing the campus, I just, from a town of 2,000 people, which is the town I grew up in, blew me away as a 16-year-old person. Blew me away. And then I went home, and my mom says, how was your trip? Because I got home late in the afternoon, late in the evening. And I said, Mom, I want to go to Texas A&M. That's that's where I want to go. And for these people now. Who are these people? I don't know who they no, are. No, but that's what you always say to me. Who You're are right. they? Who are they? Well, but one of them. Know who one of them. One are. of them. One of them is the is the is the quarterback of our football team. Which is sad. I spend a hundred and sixty thousand dollars every year supporting the twelfth man. A hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That includes the tickets and my suite and the commitment I made to the twelfth man to support the entire athletic program. And support scholarships for the athletic program. And to watch our athletes. And God, I mean, look, I'm, I'm all in favor. We're not going to have, I don't want police killing people brutally and dishonorably. And, and, and police officers that do the wrong thing, they should be convicted. But to, to, to spit on people, to intimidate people, to try to tear down the university... I'm not going to allow it, Frank. Well, I'm not going to allow it. That, Tony, I totally agree with you, but let me just say this. Let's hear you. Th- what I'm going to say is this. I, I totally agree with you. I've been preaching this like John the Baptist, okay? And now it came to roost with you be- because it just hit exactly your subject. But the point, I'm talking about Texas A&M, but this is going on throughout our country. And the problem is that these people who are destroying these statues and these 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 commemorative statues, and like I say, everybody has a past. Every, every, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. The point is that these statues were there because these persons did something noteworthy 
didn't make them perfect because we're not perfect. Man, we're man, can we're you imagine, humans. Can you imagine if we, if, if we, that somebody would judge us and say that one bad thing we've done, we never can focus on the good things well, we've done? Well, if we were perfect, we'd be God and we're not. We'd be Jesus. That's right. We'd be Jesus. And the truth of the matter is uh, we're not. And Jesus loves us anyway. Or, or whoever you want to believe in. We're going to have in. to take a break. We're going to take a little break. But I'm telling you, I'm not done with this subject. I want to talk a little bit about Lawrence Sullivan Ross. We're going to talk about this. And it's something that merits discussion. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it in a, in a more global sense. The, the statue that's taken down in New York of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. We're going to talk about George Washington and some of our, our founding fathers. We're going to come back. 281-558-5738. I know a lot of you Aggies are chomping at the bit to talk. And we're going to give you your opportunity, but we'll be back soon. Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. Here are two magical words we've wanted to say for months. Welcome back. Hi, I'm Dave Mattern, Managing Partner of Trulux, and we've reopened with the utmost care for your safety. With exciting new dine-in and carry-out menus, including great wines and spirits, you can enjoy at home. So join us Tuesday through Saturday for lunch or dinner. Visit Trulux.com for reservations and carry-out orders. Welcome back to Trulux at Westheimer in Yorktown. We look forward to serving you in our dining room or yours. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEV AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Go for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. On the 610 West Loop, uh, heading northbound right at the 59 junction, uh, there, wa- there was an accident that was blocking the center and right lane. They just cleared it, but it still has traffic backed up through Bel Air if you're headed northbound. Out in Waller County on the I-10 freeway eastbound at Peach Ridge Road, we have a complete uh, road closure. All main lanes blocked due to a vehicle fire in the area, so ble- please be cautious if you're uh, passing through there. That's a look at traffic. I'm Stephen K for KCV AM 700, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV.
All right, guys, we're coming back. Every now and then, you know, I rarely get on a soapbox, uh, but I had to get on a soapbox. <laughs> okay, Frank says I live on a soap. Frank, take it easy, Frank. I didn't laugh at that. Frank, take it easy. I ask you what you're, you're, if you're, if you're standing at the corner. Okay, you told me what your your um, piece of cardboard would say if you're standing on the corner of uh, that's the guy West West Westheimer. He's the most honest person. Westheimer and six ten. What would your what would your uh, piece of cardboard say if you were on the corner of Westheimer and Montrose? I work for beer. You like you just like <laughs> you just. You just I, want some beer. I, I, no, I'm just true to what I'm saying, and I also know that that's the most honest thing a guy could, a man or a woman can. No, say. what they, you know, if I'm out there, and and you know, I I also, you know, one of the things when I was running for mayor, obviously, um, people that are a lot of the a lot of those uh, men and women that are out there on those corners, and I I think we figured this out, are out there that are not really homeless, and sometimes we we hold it, and I don't want to get off on a tangent on this, but it's something that's really important to me because homelessness is something that that I really care about, but. A lot of the folks that that you're talking about are, you know, they they collect their money and they go get in their car and they go home and they come back the next day and, you know, I guess they're 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 entrepreneurs, if you will, but but they're not homeless. Uh, and, and again, I, I got we got to be careful not to, you know, paint with such a broad. But if they have it on his sign, I give broad, him some money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I like creativity. I like creativity. Uh, let's take a few calls. We got. Uh, let me refresh this. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got Sharon. Oh, this is our, our favorite caller, Sharon. She's calling from the west side. She ne- Sharon's never actually told me where on the west side she's calling from. Let's take caller uh, on line one. Sharon, what's up? Okay, Tony, I've had this for you all week because last week you got in a big rant with um, a governor, Rick Perry. And by the way, he was great on the show. I'm so glad you all did that last week. Well, listen, Sharon, every time you guys praise Frank... Or, or, I know, or, or I've, Rick Perry, it hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings I've now, been Sharon. Sensing that. Okay, thank you. So I thought of this while you were still talking, and, and it was about his tort reform. And this leads into what you're talking about tonight about the what we're seeing the violence and the smashing and the destruction and, and the, um, the actually the domestic violence that's going on here in our country. And that includes the statues and everything else. But um, this this quote came to mind, and I can't remember which play it was in, but it was in one of Shakespeare's plays. And it could have been Macbeth. I don't remember which one for sure. But it it says if you it's it's in the midst of the the uh, narrative of the play, and the, one of the characters says it's very famous. I just don't know how to find it. That's okay. Just hit us with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said, if you want to take down a nation, get rid of the lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 as as a lawyer, I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I can't remember exactly where it came from, yeah, but yeah. anyway. So, what I'm saying is, the lawyers are part of very essential part. Good lawyers with integrity, who practice with integrity, are essential part of our justice system, and that's what we're seeing ripped apart all the way from the top down, and the down up back up to the top including our FBI, our intelligence, and, and, and then the whole thing they've done to President Trump the whole time he's been in office, they have gone after him, and they've used our laws against him, turning our law, our whole justice system inside out. And before that, Obama set the groundwork for this. And so we're seeing this happen now, and it's getting worse. And, and the domestic violence groups are coming in, the BLM, the Antifa, 
and, and we're seeing the unraveling of our whole justice system. And by the way, I agree with Frances. Totally agree with her. You need to take. You agree with Francis or the Francis that I'm Francis looking at right now? Your your special friend. Oh, my Francis. Yeah, yeah. And well, I guess Frank said, Frank is my Francis too. She said you need to start taking a more uh, a definitive position uh, on things. Now, why are you guys trying to force me no, into no, no, a corner? No, listen, don't put listen, baby in a corner. No, listen to me. I'm telling you, Sharon. Don't put baby in a corner. I want. What movie is that I from, Frank? You, Tony, I want you uh, to do well. I want you to do well. Dirty Dancing. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Sharon. I'm sorry. I want you to do well. So yeah. I'm giving you constructive criticism. I appreciate you. You're our, you're, are you, you know what? I, I mean, do it all the time, Sharon. Sharon, you, did, you haven't gotten any of those steaks yet, have you? Yes. No. You gave oh, me. you got steaks. No, I don't get them because I don't eat oh, them. Oh, that's right. I remember that yeah, from yeah. last but week. Anyway, well, you I lost out there. To, I want you to know we're in your corner. We're Thank rooting you. for you. Thank you. And, and, we, and, and I like the back and forth that happens with you and Frank. And Frank's got the right kind of name. He's, well, he's very frank. He's very No. Do you know that last week after we finished, we went out to dinner and I put him in a headlock? <laughs> I, I put him in a full-on that. headlock. It wasn't hard. It took me about literally 14 seconds I put him in a headlock and he gave up. He tapped out, didn't you, Frank? (laughs) I don't know what. Sharon, thanks for your call. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) I got a big head, so I don't think you can put me in a headlock. Since we're talking about A and M stats, thank you, Sharon. We're going to talk to April on line three. April, what what have what have you to say? Howdy. Howdy. Well, I'm I'm just um, I'm just um, you know happy that you are are speaking up. In the way that you are, I'm a proud Aggie, class '92. Oh and, my goodness, uh, <laughs> you're young. You're a youngster. <laughs> well, I'm feeling older by the day, but you know how that goes. It's all relative, and um, I um, voted for you, of course. Oh, that was I the biggest mistake you ever your, made. <laughs> assisted on your campaign. Well, I wish you were sitting you. in the mayor's office right now. Uh, we'd all be a lot better off. Well, that's very kind uh, of you to say. <laughs> what do you think about these this uh, this this controversy? And I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a little knowledge about my conversation with John Sharp that I had about an hour and a half ago. But what 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 are your what is your position on? Well, it? I was just listening to your uh, remarks and and uh, agree with you completely on everything you said. Um, as an Aggie, of course, the the Sullivan Ross statue is the one that's closest to my heart. But I'm also infuriated that nationwide this is happening and these evil you know, people that are that are causing all this destruction are not being prosecuted. And of course they have freedom of speech, but this is going well, you know, much beyond that because they're criminals at that point if they're being destructive and harmful and you know, if they if they disagree with the ideology or, or the people that are represented and what they represented that are, you know, in these statues, then they can then they can um, appeal to their local or federal government in a in a way that's civilized and not destructive, because you know nobody's calling them out for being uh, criminals well, and people are, you know and prosecuting. The them. thing is, April people are the reason people aren't calling them out is because because they're being silenced. They're too scared to do so. Well, let me let me say something about that, Tony. Because thanks for the call, April. And I I agree with you. People are afraid, and that's what's part of. I hope that there's a huge silent. Uh, Solid, silent vote and silent majority out there that will stand up for these rules. So, I mean, in the and these values. Let's not talk, call, call them rules. They're values, and and these values go well beyond, you know, any particular. This statue is important to the folks, like you just pointed out, April, the people at Texas A and M. 
But each of our groups in this country of people who have worked hard, gotten ahead, have their people who they who were idols to them or people that they respected. Let's just put yeah. it that way. And and they're the destruction of other people is not the way you lift yourself up. The way you lift yourself up is by understanding why those people were special to the, whatever, whoever like enjoys the yeah. statue and venerates it in a certain way or respects it. And then if you have a person that you think is worthy of, 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 of respect, then propose it. Propose a statue at Texas A&M if there are people who complain about and there may be, and, and there and may be, so there may be, maybe the the, the the focus for people that are so pissed off, if I can say that on the air, you can say that is that you know if you if you if you're in somebody trouble when you, I'm you know your conscience. if you, if you uh, yeah I know right <laughs> if you if you if you really want to you know uh, venerate some somebody else I mean we're all open to that but just tearing things down for the sake of tearing things down that is not the approach the other problem you it's got not the approach the other problem and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand for it I'm just not I'm gonna you know and I'm gonna take a lot of backlash for it and uh, well, you know and and you know I'm not I'm, and I do need to Frank give me give me uh, indulge me for a minute because I know you 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 got. No, no. Because um, I told you, you I was going to spend some time on Saul Ross, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to spend some time on Saul Ross. I want to tell you, Saul Ross was somebody that was famous in Texas by the, at the t- by the time he was 19. And this all comes from uh, for those of you that are listening that want in- more information. And this, and for those of you that that are on the other side of this, God bless you. You know, reasonable minds can differ. But uh, John A. Adams Jr., class of '73, is a historian. He wrote the book "We Are Aggies," softly called the Musters. He also wrote "Keepers of the Spirit." Um, and he's got another book called Soul Ross at Texas A&M. It's set for release uh, next year. I'm just going to give you. I'm just going to drop some facts on you. And you know, the, the, these are facts. And you know, if if you disagree with them or if you think they're wrong, then I'd like to see what you got. But uh, Ross was a household name by the uh, by the time the guy was 19 years old. Um, he enlisted in the Rangers. He was a Texas Ranger. Uh, of course, nobody nobody disputes that he served in the Confederate Army, as did. Almost every single male who was of fighting age in the South when all of the states seceded. So if, if, if that's the test, then, you know, game over. But guys, come on, let's, let's understand this was an individual that was a, a product of his time. He, he, you know, after the Civil War, was a brigadier general. Uh, received a full presidential pardon. Uh, he hated mob violence. Uh, he became a sheriff. He became a state senator. He was a champion for education, agricultural affairs. In 1886, he was elected governor by one of the largest percentages ever for a governor of Texas. He was a fiscal conservative. He balanced the budget. And and, and the big thing, the reason he's, he was such a, a, a hero for Texas A&M was because he was a huge advocate for education, and not just Texas A&M, but also Prairie View A&M. And he was a huge advocate for education for African Americans in the Reconstruction period. He took a lot of flack. What people don't realize, this guy took a lot of flack for that. He was vilified for his efforts to try to make sure that those folks who had been uh, subjugated and oppressed were able to receive education. It's just so ironic now that there's people that want to rip his statue down instead of venerating him and saying that you thank you, you did a good job, we appreciate what you did. 
Exactly. And, and but what was the reason? And and that's and I think that's the key. It'd be one thing if if he uh, in his statue he was uh, appearing in his you know Civil War garb. But, he's, but I don't even find that but he, offensive. I know you don't, but I'm just I'm just trying to make not the because point. I support slavery. I surely you're a northerner anyway. Sure, I mean, well, my people weren't even here yeah, during the Civil so. War. We had our own problems. We were digging tunnels when we got here for a buck a day. In 1890, this man was was offered the presidency of Texas A&M. He didn't. He had been the governor. He didn't have to do it. He didn't need the grief. He didn't need the problems. He took it, and a lot of the people sent their. At that time, it was only men, and it was Rudder who opened it up to women and off, uh, uh, other folks. But people didn't send their their kids to Texas A&M. They sent them to Sol Ross. That's what he was known for. He saved Texas A&M. So I would say this to people. Look, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. But this man saved Texas A&M, and that statue is not coming down. And I talked to the chancellor tonight, and I said, Chancellor, remember, I served six years on the Board of Regents. I said, Chancellor, tell me what's going on. He said, Tony, that statue is not coming down. Let me say something. That's not coming down. So all you listening, quit sending me messages and emails. Tony, let me me say something about what you're saying and what I said a few minutes ago when we were talking on Facebook. In fact, I note this, okay, and, and again, I didn't go to Texas A and M, but I did. A no, little, you didn't, and you should you 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 should be very sad. About but I that. did a little. I went to the College of the Holy Cross, and I I like that school. I don't even know what that is. Well, I went to that school, and I got mad at them when they said they were going to take down the mascot, which was the a crusader. I'm sorry. What's a you mean like a Viking crusader? No, like a crusader. You mean like the, a Christian crusader? A Christian crusader uh, was our symbol, but uh, that was thought to offend people. Now, people, by the way, who wanted to do away with Christianity, but let's just not go into that. What I want to talk about is Texas A&M. Okay. Okay. There's a woman named Erica Pauls, and she's president of an initiative uh, at Texas A&M uh, to put up uh, a uh, a statue. Uh, for a, a person named Matthew Gaines, which is the first black state senator in Texas and an outspoken... I know sub- who Matthew Gaines is. Okay. Sure, sure. And she would like to put that statue up, and she says it's not to replace the Ross statue. Now, I say this. I say that should be proposed to the Board of Regents and to Texas A&M, and, and if they decide that that is something that you know, works for the college, that's great. But this is what I'm talking about, not tearing down history, but adding to history. Adding to. I got it. And this is my point, okay? Let's take a little break, Frank. That's a great point. 281-558-5738. Talking with Tony. We may have we may have milked this cow as much as we can, but we may mention we a little bit more. We got a couple more. of other cows in the herd. We <laughs> we'll be about. back in a few minutes. The flagship station of True Conservative Talk Radio, AM 700, the voice of Texas. Gallery Furniture Mattress Max. Sir, we were talking at work today about how important it is to buy American these days. And what I'm wondering is, if you still have that huge selection of Made in America furniture at Gallery, and how long does it take to get it in my home? Gallery Furniture features the biggest selection of Made in America living room, dining room, bedroom furniture, temporary mattresses in the world. And best of all, buy your Made in America furniture today at Gallery Furniture. Save lots of money. How about we deliver it free, free, free to your Houston area home in three or four hours and haul off your old furniture free. It all happens today. 
Connect with the Chris Salcedo Show. Get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that dollar from? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section and after Dad's back injury. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Trouble with opioids can start at home with unused medicines, such as pills, patches, and syrups. You can remove the risk and protect your family. Find out how at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. So be ready, Frank. Everybody, I'm giving you I'm giving you a heads up. Frank Spagnoletti, otherwise known as El Duce is getting ready. You probably ought not to say that because <laughs> is getting ready to go on one of his famous rants. But before he does, I have some housekeeping business I got to take care of. Chad Pinkerton is a lawyer that I've known for 15 years. Uh, Pinkerton Law Firm. Uh, Chad's family goes all the way back to the Pinkertons. Back in the day when there was a problem, when there was lawlessness across the West. <laughs> Uh, like in um, uh, Deadwood and other places like that, they would call in the Pinkertons. No, they were basically protected the railroads, and they were like fighting with the uh, cattlemen and other people who wanted to r- r- oh, yeah. range free. But they were they. I, I, I'm not even sure I was be on the Pinkerton side these days. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get. But I like Chad. And he's a great. I'm trying lawyer. to give Chad's lineage, and you're just like screwing it up. And Chad's our sponsor. I don't think you should be well, saying anything I got, negative about. Everybody's Chad. got a problem in their yeah. family history. Okay? Are you gonna? Are you going to try to erase Chad, too? No, um, I think, no, you no. You're make we, him change his name? No, I like Pinkerton. It's well, a let me great tell you name. About it. Chad Pinkerton, like, when you're when the chips are down and you got a civil case and you need help, I, uh, I guarantee you he's represented me before. Uh, he's a friend. Chad Pinkerton, PinkertonLaw.com. This is the guy. If you, need a, if you have a problem and you don't hire me, you hire Chad Pinkerton. I'm telling you. And also I want to talk about Duke's Butcher Shop. Um I, t- I talked to the owner um, a couple of days ago via message. We're giving away steaks like we did last week. A lot of people really, really, I mean, the steaks are blowing up. I mean, all kinds of people that you know and you respect are eating these steaks. And you may not be a meat eater. If you're a fish eater, they have fish as well. If, you're, if you don't like steak, you like chicken, dukesbutchershop.com. You need to log on. If you use the promotion code TONYB, TONYB, you get a 10% discount. And before we're done, before 8 o'clock, 
uh, we're going to give away two boxes of steaks. I think there's um, um, two or four steaks per box. So we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, let me say something very quickly, and then I'm getting ready to turn the mic over to Frank because when we were driving over here, Frank says, Tony, listen, I got something to say. It's kind of like, have you ever saw Highlander? Frank, did you ever see that movie Highlander? Yes, I have, sir. And they're in the church, <laughs> and uh, the guy that, you know, there can be only one Highlander. Yeah, there can be only one. <laughs> there can be only one. And, and uh, the, the, as the guy is getting ready to leave the church, he goes, hey, I got something to say. I'd rather, I'd rather burn out than fade away. <laughs> that's kind of what Frank said to me on the way over. He's got something that's, that's just burning a hole in his heart he needs to say. But I'm going to say this. We're living in a new time. Uh, there's been a sea change in attitudes, and it's happening very fast. People are questioning the fairness of our system. They're questioning the fairness of authority. They're questioning large institutions. They want to hold large institutions accountable. But we got to be careful. And this is, I'm on, I'm on just a word of caution. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Change is coming. But we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We don't try to erase our history. We don't try to pretend that the things in our history that we learn from so we can do better going forward did not exist. That's the worst thing that could happen. Frank has, has been uh, keen on using this George Orwell 1984 quote, and it sums it up perfectly. So we can all be for change, but that doesn't mean anarchy. Change does not mean anarchy. Frank, I know you're mad. I know you got a burr on your saddle. I know you're sitting in your... Your kitchen, you told us, and you're watching movies in the middle of the day while everybody else is is, is uh, working. I'm not allowed out. I'm they tell me because I'm 66 years old <laughs> and I can't. I'm not supposed to leave the house. Well, I thought you were a nonconformist and a, and a, and a, uh, I thought you were nonconformist. Uh, well, I'm so so much of a nonconformist. I was about to get naked and go running around River Oaks, but that wouldn't make anybody very happy. Even if I were the mayor, I'd, I'd prohibit that. <laughs> hey, Even well, if I, I were the mayor, I'd prohibit that <laughs> because I wanted to be free. No, but you would burn my eyes. <laughs> Don't burn my eyes. Look, you, 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 they say liberty stops when you start hurting somebody else, and that would hurt me. <laughs> and don't tell me to avert my eyes because once you see it, you can't unsee it. So what is what is bothering you right now? Well, look, th- this is one of the things, but I would I do have a statement I want to make before make the end of the show. No, I'm make it now. Make, make it, now. it now. Make it now. I'll make this statement. We'll get but some calls. Two eight one five five eight five seven three. Frank's going to make a statement. Let me give you this. This is right. this is something that came to me, and it's a compilation of things. And I'll say this, because it came to me from a friend of mine, which came to him from a friend of his, which was written by somebody else. So I'm not taking full credit for it, but Heard I Heard it from a friend who... Exactly. Man, my singing sucks. Well, I say uh, whiskey whiskey for my men and beer for my horses. Yeah, okay, go ahead. But anyway, here we go. Uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> I, know the, I know the reference. Okay. Uh, Willie Nelson. Anyway, here, I, this is serious, okay? I do want to say this because it, it sums up really what I've been trying to communicate and not doing so well for the last couple of weeks. But I, but I tried, I, but this summarized it for me, okay? I'm going to read, I'm going to read this because I wrote it out and I normally don't read. I just never read anything ever in court or any place else I've been where I've given speeches. I don't read. I, I mean, I just kind of talk, but this. Frank, I, just, just give it to us, man. Okay. I'm sorry, but anyone who thinks that social distancing is a good idea for the next few years actually wants to be microchipped or thinks that a benevolent dictatorship is is for the good of humanity. I don't want to give that point of view any of my energy. I am a free human being, and if you want to stay home, stay home. That's your sovereign right to choose. If you want to wear a mask... Wear a mask. 
That is your sovereign right to choose. If you want to avoid large crowds, avoid large crowds. That's your sovereign right to choose. I am not required to send into to descend into poverty for you. I am not required to abstain from human contact for you. I refuse to participate in a quarantine life until there is an unsafe, untested vaccine released in 18 months. I refuse to receive a vaccine to make others feel more safe because that is not my sovereign right to choose. If you're convinced the vaccine is safe and effective, you can get it yourself. Some of you all, some of some of us are allowing fear and policies devoid of scientifically accurate data to destroy the country we live in and to ruin our lives. We have a constitutional right to take risks. Life is full of bacteria and viruses, and many of which spread before symptoms manifest and and after they subside. We have a sovereign right to receive or refuse vaccines because the next thing that's coming is that they're going to try to enforce everybody to have a vaccine. And if you don't have it, you might have to get a card and you won't be able to go anywhere. So we have to stop this before it gets going. The data was inaccurate at best. We all know that. Purposefully overblown to justify government overreaction at worst. Stop allowing the government to destroy the food supply, small businesses, medical autonomy, access to health care, mass gatherings, private rights, or mental health and freedom. I know we got to take a break. Take a I break got a little I, bit more to no, finish. No, you're going to I'm giving you full ability to do that. I, I, I'll be done soon. No, you take your time. Word will be back. It's 6:59 talking with Tony 281-558-5738. Frank's going to finish his finish his manifesto when we return. been listening to Talking with Tony. Join us every Friday at 6 p.m. with Tony Busby here on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.